Hello, friends. We're back at it live once again. Dirty air on your Thursday. Clean air is good. Times like this, 6 p.m. Central, 7 o'clock Eastern. Dirty air, just a tad bit better. This thing is uh, streaming all over the place. You can catch the podcast at RodneyRodriguezRacing.com. We are live on Racing America and diving in, getting you ready for a week of uh, a weekend of short track racing. We'll recap a little bit of, of what we've been through this past weekend as we're now, you know, we're in the dog days of summer. And I can tell you one thing, being uh, here in uh, my spot, which, uh, as you guys know, I'm north of Austin, so I'm in Texas, and it's extremely hot, extremely hot. Today, uh, we were just a tad bit uh, cooler, they kept telling us. Uh, you know, 102. 102, they said you're going to be a little bit cooler um, this week so uh, or today, so enjoy that. Uh, 102 and feels like uh, 110, so to me it's 110. So, uh, yeah, hot. You guys, wherever you are, uh, take care of yourselves, uh, hydrate, and make sure that uh, – um, I know so many of us, you know, working outside and, and doing whatever we do, um, you have to be sure you're in a good spot. So uh, please be sure and do that uh, before anything else, because that's of the most importance. So on the show here uh, this evening, we'll dive in. I'm uh, going to talk to Kenneth Canales. He is coming up uh, probably in about uh, three minutes from now. Going to talk with him. Uh, that's one of the young drivers out of the MCM stable. Uh, that's uh, Max Kaya's uh, for you uh, mobile folks and some of you uh, Pensacola and Houston uh, folks that uh, I know the Houston folks really know him well. Canal is uh, actually doing some good stuff there in Mobile as well. So we'll have uh, him on. Re- really cool story there. Uh, just uh, a young dude doing really cool things. And then along the fields right there of the uh, revival there of Mobile. And congratula- congratulations there to Mr. Eddie and everybody there uh, getting that, uh, that, that first race back on this past weekend. Going to talk to Jonathan Langham. Yeah, we'll get uh, maybe the night not quite ending the way that uh, he wanted it to, but uh, we'll talk with him and kind of get his thoughts on all of that. And I know they're doing some really cool things coming up for the sportsman race on uh, July 29th. So I uh, really want to uh, kind of help them push that out and, and see if that's something that we can do here on Dirty Air, episode number 52, that's going to be able to uh, j- just get people there because that, that's really uh, what it's all about right there. We've got to keep these racetracks going. I saw that uh, over the weekend they ran the uh, final uh, race at uh, Bandemir, and that's NHRA, that's drag racing, uh, but uh, that's a racetrack that had been operating since 1958. And they ran their final uh, NHRA, you know, Mile High Nationals there. So when you when you start losing racetracks, that sucks. And uh, I've uh, I wear a lot of scars. I wear a lot of scars uh, from what's happened with that. So the the main thing is right there. I want to let Jonathan get on here and talk about what they're doing at Mobile because again, it, it's a grassroots uh, effort on on what they're going to do later in the show. I'll give you my trophy dash, kind of the races that I'm looking forward to coming up this week and or weekend. And then later on, there, there it's something different that I want to do. And I mean, I do this a lot, but I thought that I would finally name the segment and especially with the topic that I want to talk about this week because it's towards the end it's going to be on the heels of that trophy dash thing it's uh it's it's going to be my thought my final thought just on um it's something that 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 um a lot of times it's going to be emotional that and i want to tell you guys the last couple of weeks have been really tough for me and it's one reason that we did not have a dirty a dirty air uh last week there's just been a, a lot of things going on it um you know, for me, you know, we start the year off, we're having all these great things going on, you know, with uh, the Rattler and, and, and the big race at Mobile and 
Uh, you know, all of that. Uh, we're doing a lot of good things, but it, it's so it's so funny how you know from time to time you can be at the top of the world and then you kind of get knocked down. Um, I, I've worked the last few years in a corporate real estate job that I get a uh, you know I get a message uh, about fifteen minutes before the anticipated meeting and it's like we no longer need you. So it, it's uh, it, it's been a lot. It's been a lot, it, and that's the one thing. Kind of my thought. It's going to tie into my whole thought of the week, especially with the topic that I do want to talk about because the, the, the my thought's not going to be about me. I'm just prefacing what uh kind of what that's gonna what that's gonna be about and and i think uh, some of you guys that may have been uh honed in here on uh, on the racing america part may have an idea what i'm going to talk about right there but um i, I do want to re- really do that uh, just to make sure just to make sure that everyone understands as to um you know the emotional part of this sport uh, everything that we do it's uh it's a lot it's a lot that we go through and we do this uh for fun and I, I think that's where, I mean, even with the dollars and cents uh, that are involved, uh, we have to remember that from time to time. Going to the hotline for the first time tonight. And, of course, show always presented by Rogers Dab Chevrolet, Brandon, Mississippi, 602s, 604s, all the crate engines. Uh, message me, and I can put you in touch with the right people that are going to uh, make sure you get the best price in the country. Rogers Dab Chevrolet GM Performance. On that hotline tonight, uh, youngster right here, I said this was going to be the young and the restless. Let's go to the young. Got the young guy right here. It has been so cool to get to. Uh, to know this uh, young man right here, and he really has a great family there that uh, in his support system that, uh, again, that, that's what uh, motorsports is all about. You guys uh, call him uh, Kenneth Canales. I say it the right way, Kenneth Canales. Mr. Canales, how we doing, buddy? I'm good, amigo. How are you? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Uh, I want to dive in, and, and I do want to talk about you this past weekend, you know, getting, uh, you know, to, to race at New Smyrna and everything right there. But uh, clue folks in. T- tell folks how, how this whole racing journey for you started, my man. Uh, well, it kind of started all in 2020, in the middle of the pandemic. Wow. Uh, just saved up, like, enough money to buy some um third hand go-kart and i went go-karting like every single day after i got it mm-hmm. i would just go straight to the track the um orlando kart center and my parents would always call me like where are you and i was they didn't know where i was because <laughs> that's the only place i'd went oh, and um for one of the state competitions i was approached by a man and he said let's go do some testing you Myrna and a sportsman so we did some some testing with them with jason boiled and the sportsman car we ran fifth in the first race and then we were second in the second race and i got a little too eager and <laughs> uh had contact with the with um someone in front of me got sent to the back and unfortunately contact led us to dnf and then now i race with max guys and we're racing at houston Wood sports park in the trucks and we're second there in the championship so yeah. we're third now i believe yeah so how's it been for you, Canales, to, to, to do that? I mean, you go you go from go-karts into these big cars. And the whole thing is, I mean, I know go-karts are very aggressive and, and you know, everything that happens right there. But you, you get into to full-body trucks, late models, I mean, all these different things. How has that adjustment been? And, dude, you have done it so freaking quick. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, <laughs> it was pretty quick. I less than... Six months I was already in a pro late, so 
we we um they're two different styles of driving to be honest the go-karts are like you don't turn a lot to steer them mm-hmm. and then and these big cars you got to use a lot of a lot of movement in the hands yeah so that's definitely something i struggled with but a lot more power a lot more thinking it's very incredible to me to be honest yeah yeah and the other uh, the other guys around you are out of control from time to time so uh, uh, t- tell me, Kenneth, I mean, for you, I mean, uh, the difference right there, I mean, you talked about racing in Houston. I've, I've seen you race there and you've done so great, but then, uh, I mean, you're, you're in the truck there and then you go to new Smyrna and you got Houston. That's a three eights, but I mean, you had time at new Smyrna, but, uh, to dive into, uh, to, to dive into a pro, <laughs> that's a whole different thing. Talk about this past weekend, man. You did a hell of a job. <laughs> yeah. Um, it started me and Max started talking about the prolates about two months ago and we headed over to Pensacola for a truck race. And that's when he surprised me with the prolate and he was like, do some laps in this. And then the <laughs> test went pretty well. And then after that, he was like, let's go race, um, the shark bite 100 in New Smyrna in the prolates. And it took some adjusting because these cars handle a lot more differently than the, the trucks. Cause you know, the trucks are very heavy and yeah, you got to put a lot of emphasis on the steering and these cars are just so nimble. Mm-hmm. So thankfully I had Max, I had Johnny from BMS, mm-hmm. the Shocks, and I had my teammate Ethan Parker as well. And they helped me get comfortable with the setup and figuring out how to drive these prolates. So I had a lot of help this weekend. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, dive into that, uh, if you don't mind there, uh, uh, with the MCM team. I mean, Max, I've known him for so many years. I mean, we go back a lot of years. But, I mean, he puts these teams together, like with Ethan and, and yourself and, and Enrique. I mean, it's uh, so, so many great folks that he has put together right there. And it's I think it's admirable watching Max all the years that he takes a step back. And he really wants that race team and you guys to to just do a just be the best that you can be, and I think that's a so cool to see, especially with Max because he's so talented at, at being behind the wheel himself. Yeah, Max is Max is a really great driver, and um, like you said, he he kind of takes a step back from the driving to help manage the team, help coach us. This last race that um, Houston Motorsports Park, he could have raced his modified in the modified race. But instead, he decided to uh, just help manage the team, and he was my spotter for that race, which um, I'm incredibly thankful to Max. Wow. He's actually racing this weekend at um, Pensacola, so mm. it would be cool to watch him. Yeah, I saw he was on track. Uh, the, yeah, they're doing some testing. Uh, I do want to ask you because it um, when I say canales, I say that because I, I can say it the right way. And uh, let's talk about – I think folks don't realize here in the States – how popular our sport is, whether it be outside uh, of here, uh, you know, whether it be in, in Mexico. Uh, uh, I, I went to Mexico. I think I told you and your family this uh, at Houston one time. I, I, I was in Mexico. People actually knew about my other Texas show. And th- they appreciate this sport so much. Talk, talk about how big our sport is, short track racing, you know, stock car racing, trucks, whatever it may be, outside of the United States. I think the Americans just don't get how powerful um, we are with what we do. Yeah, for sure. I mean, everyone, like, let's say NASCAR Mexico. Mm-hmm. NASCAR Mexico, really big series in, uh, in um, South America. 
other drivers go to Mexico and Mexico, NASCAR Mexico over there is seen as such a big sport. That all the guys racing in NASCAR Mexico want to come to the United States and they want to come race these pro leagues hmm. because that's seen as a step. American short track racing is just seen as the next step for us um, Hispanics. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that's, uh, of course, then you get here and you realize how some of these guys drive and it's like, no, I want to go back to Mexico. <laughs> but but uh, that, that's a whole <laughs> different story. Um, so so what's the path for you? What's the path for you? I, I mean, what else are you going to do? I, I know you're in a great spot right there with, with Max and everything you're doing. Um, obviously, we got Houston left uh, the rest of the year. Uh, what are you thinking about uh, as we kind of wind this thing down? So obviously we want to finish the year off with uh, Houston and finish racing the truck championship, finish as best we can there. Um, and then for next year, we'll probably do some, some modified races in Houston, nice. maybe run some selected cars tour races, some local races in the pro late. We'll have to see with Max about that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, hopefully progress into the modifies and prolates next year. Yeah, no doubt. And and I know with you guys, I mean, kind of the way that I got to connect with you is is I started talking with your family, and then you walked over. Uh, how important is that? Uh, it, it doesn't matter whether it's here, whether it's in Spain, you know, Mexico, whatever. Man, that's what we do. It's all la familia. This is what we do, and uh, we bond this way. Talk about uh, all those folks that are always right there by your side. That's so cool to see that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my parents have always been a big support to me, and um, they're the only reason I'm here right now, so I need to be grateful to them, and I try to be as grateful as I can to them and be the best son I could be, so yeah, yeah. Yep. I have a lot of um, appreciation for them. Yeah, I got to tell, I got to tell you, I, I don't know if I've told you this, but uh, way back when I was racing in the mid '90s, when I first started racing at a track in Austin, uh, I worked for a company, and and we had a, a bunch of Mexicanos. I mean, it was all a bunch of dudes that worked there, and I would get out there and race, and I had like 200 fans that that came out to watch me, <laughs> all Mexicanos all Mexicanos and they would, they would like sell out the beer stand and buy all the food or whatever. But, uh, man, we, uh, we're onto a good thing. And I think you're doing something, uh, something really cool right there. And, uh, really proud of what you're doing, man. And, uh, carrying that flag really well there for Max. Uh, I, I really like what you're doing. Thank you, boss. All right, my man. So, uh, you be well, uh, what's next, uh, Houston race next, or you got something there in between? I know we got some time in, in between that one. I believe I might do a prolate race in either Pensacola or Montgomery. Nice. So we'll decide which one we'll do. Yeah. And then a dirt race at Crispy Corpus. And then oh, uh, oh, hold on. So so you're going to do dirt. Uh, okay. So, so, so that's what I wonder. Because I, I know with Max and Memphis and those guys, I, I mean, they jump on dirt. And, and, and I've said about, uh, I mean, those guys, they're, they're, they're so good because they can run on both. So ha- have you run dirt before? I haven't, no. Oh, man. Well, that's okay. Well, uh, Corpus is a really good place to run. You'll you'll like that place, and I know you're going to do really well, and we'll have a good time there because I'll probably be calling that race, mi amigo. <laughs> so I can't, uh, can't, can't wait for that, dude. Uh, thanks for taking the time. Um, and, again, uh, uh, so proud to know you guys, and just uh, keep doing it, brother. Uh, proud, of, proud of you folks. Thank you, amigo. Thank you for your time. You bet, man. Take care. You too. You Bye-bye. Bet. You bet. Very young man right there, Kenneth Canales. And it, um, you know, 
with the stable of drivers that, that Max Caius has, uh, you know, uh, obviously talking about right there about Memphis Villarreal, uh, the things that he's been able to do, and, and, and with Max right there, you, you kind of see the trend right there. And, and then talking about, um, you know, the possibility of uh, jumping in a dirt car at Corpus, uh, that, that, that's some really cool stuff. And, and I know the thing right there, what was really cool uh, about, uh, about him with Canales is so in that 27 truck, and you guys will probably remember – you know, from the first uh, times that we were at Mobile, it was actually uh, Enrique Ferrer that was driving that truck, that truck for Max. It, and then Enrique goes to the to the modified in Houston because it, that was during the the break right there. And Ferrer, it, it, it's been so so funny to see folks talk about. Well, Enrique has been so good in in the modified. You know, what a what a great sensation. It, it, that is one of the most accomplished drivers that you're going to find uh, around here with what he's done uh, on road courses and so forth in, in Mexico and, and over in that area. And, and I think that that's something that, that's extremely important because that there is such a really good effect over, uh, you know, down south because it, it really is a big deal down south. Um, it, it, it was truly amazing for me, like, like I was just telling him. When I was in Mexico, I don't know, two years ago, whatever, on vacation, and, and I wore one of these shirts or, or something. I don't know if it was a Gulf Coast shirt or a NASCAR shirt, whatever it was. There were actually people that came up and said, hey, I watch Dirty Air. I watch the Revved Up Sports Show, and um, we, we love this sport in Mexico. And I think that that's just where this sport is going moving forward, where we talk about it a lot of times. Um, you know, on our on our mainstream broadcasting, you know, talking about, you know, NASCAR's going to Canada, NASCAR's going to Mexico, NASCAR's going to be doing all these different things. Yeah. And, and again, that, that's where they're going to charter the ship and, and really um, give us opportunities to do things in different places. And that's that's really a cool thing, because, I mean, when it all comes down to it, we want the sport to grow. And I don't give a damn where it is, whether it's here, um, if it's a states in the states. Or other countries, países, as we like to say, that's um, that's what it's all about. Great conversation right there, my man Kenneth Canales. Later in the show, my trophy dash. I'm gonna tell you what I'm looking forward to this week. I'm gonna give you my thought, but before all of that mess, I'm gonna talk to my man Jonathan Langham. He'll give us good um, recap and preview of what's coming up at the Mobile International Speedway. Thank you all for being a part of the Dirty Air on Thursday night. If sending your firstborn off to college brings a tear to your eye, but only because she's taking the convertible with her, then CarQuest Auto Parts is for you. If you've ever heard last call at an auto parts store, then CarQuest is for you. That's because CarQuest Auto Parts is for those who really know and care about their car. For all your steering and suspension needs, install Moog Parts, the choice of professional technicians. CarQuest is serious auto parts. Visit CarQuest.com. Good choice. Only one I trust. Imagine if everything 
had the reliability, durability, power of Daihor. Diehards choose Diehard, and they get it at Advance Auto Parts. For those addicted to being in the garage and under the hood, Advance Auto Parts introduces speed perks. A new rewards program. Spend $30 and get five bucks back on your next qualifying purchase. Real rewards, real fast. It's about time you get rewarded, really rewarded for doing what you love. New speed perks from Advance Auto Parts. Let's get you back to the garage. See store to sign up or visit speedperks.com for details. It is Dirty Air, Roddy Rodriguez with all of you guys on your Thursday night. Clean air is good at times like this. Dirty air just a tad bit better. You can catch every program at RodneyRodriguezRacing.com, DirtyAirRacing.com, everything at Racing America. We got you covered, and we will continue to do this show. Great conversation right there uh, with Kenneth Canales. And I do invite you guys, as you may be checking in on some of the uh, live Facebook streams, uh, whether it be on Racing America, wherever this thing may be, I mean, chime in right there because I do try to answer as many questions uh, as possible throughout this because we are live. It says live up uh, if you're on the video feed. It says live up there on the top, and uh, that's exactly what we're doing. We're doing it live, and uh, that that's what we do. Uh, do want to talk about uh, just um, I really enjoyed. I was so excited uh, the pa the past weekend over the uh, Montana 200, and I know that that race uh, was on Racing America, and just going into all of that, uh, I mean, the race turned out great. I mean, it looked really great. Um, just a couple of observations on my point. We're not we're not to my take yet, but uh, I, I'm going to give you something that I thought was really cool. The views are un. Believable, and that uh, they're at the only asphalt track in Montana, and being in a state uh, being as large as Texas, you know, which, which is just morphosizes what what Montana is. It um, it breaks my heart that I go back to we only have one asphalt track in the state of Texas. Montana has one, but uh, we don't have those views. <laughs> we we don't have those views because when we race in Texas, uh, our view is a drag strip. But you, you know that's okay. We gotta we gotta take uh, everything that that we can get right there because uh, I mean that's what it's all about. But uh, just really glad the Montana 200 that looked like a fantastic event, and uh, I did. I love those views on the backstretch. My goodness, I mean that that's right there. I mean you see so many uh, views on the on the feeds and all this stuff, and it's like uh, well yeah, you've got haulers, you've got whatever. You had mountains on the Montana 200. That's uh, that's really cool. All right. My heart was happy this past weekend. At the same time, my heart was sad because I couldn't be at Mobile International Speedway uh, this past weekend 
all of my folks, as I like to say, my kinfolk, my kinfolk, they got to get out there and go racing once again there at MIS. And I figured the best dude that I was going to talk to, I, I know the night didn't end up uh, for him the way that he planned it. But, man, this is a guy that's all over uh, making uh, Mobile what it needs to be. It is my man from the great uh, family right there in Mobile, Alabama, Mr. Jonathan Langham. JL, how we doing, brother? How's it going, brother? We man. missed you this past yeah, man. Dude, I uh, I, I got to tell you, man, it was uh, it was kind of one of those things to where I'm sitting there watching it, and at the same time, I don't want to watch it because I'm like, man, I need to be there. But uh, I'm just glad uh, you guys uh, got on the racetrack. Um, t- just just talk about. I mean, obviously, everything you know back to April first. You know, whatever the case is, I don't give a damn about that. We ain't gonna talk about that. But the fact that you guys all of you guys and ladies got to get back on that racetrack how cool was that to be there and a crap ton of people there watching you from them grandstands man it was great uh just be back home finally you know we had a couple of hiccups along the way but we was finally able to get out there man we couldn't have asked for any better of a turnout and it was it was phenomenal great turnout uh Shitload of fans, cars, uh, sold out. You name it. It was it was a great night. And all, uh, we went to Mobile, tested about three weeks ago. Did a price test. Oh man, when I pulled out on the track, I was like, finally, we're finally back home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And, and for 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 all the community, man. I think that was the biggest thing right there where, where so many so many folks, they miss it. And just the fact that, that you guys on the track, but all the folks that got to go sit and watch, that had to be so cool. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, I think, man, the, the community and everything, they, they really stepped their game up, and thankfully they did. Hopefully they'll keep coming back and uh, bring friends and, family members with them uh there's there's a lot of big things still coming uh only got i think there's three races left so hopefully in the next three races they could take it out and have a that way they the community and the racers and crews and everything can have a have a real big outlook on what next year is going to bring yeah, yeah. And isn't that the main thing? I know a lot of folks are like, give me all the race dates. I mean, what's left and all, all that. I mean, when you get into these things, it's a matter of, uh, look, take it race by race. We'll worry about next year, next year during the off season. I, I think that's what people need to really realize about what Mr. Eddie and everybody's doing over there. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Like this, uh, the next race, which is in on the 29th, yep. July 29th, Saturday, uh, the pro late models won't be on the schedule, I don't believe. But they put the outlaws on the schedule. And, of course, outlaws being one of the classes that I run, yep. I'm, I'm trying to push and try to get as many cars as we can there for it as well. You know, I've, I've pushed a lot of people and tried to get some sportsmen and all to come mm-hmm. come run with us last week. And we got a couple, you know. We, we was able to get a couple more new faces and for some familiar faces and all but well we ended up having uh 18 sportsmen That's there awesome. saturday night so, yeah. so that was great uh right now uh on the 
on the books. Uh, I've got I've got about fifteen uh, outlaw guys committed to coming next Saturday night and running at Mobile. So I'm hoping that that list will grow. Uh, Nobody will – everybody that's committed and trying to run next weekend will have a good weekend at uh, South Alabama Speedway and Five Flags Speedway this weekend. Have a good week so they ain't got to work on their cars too much. <laughs> be next weekend because I want it – I want it to be a great turnout, you know, that way we got that way if we don't get another race for the outlaws this season with the way Eddie's trying to get cars in and make make everybody be able to race, you know, that way they can get a get a good feel of how next year's gonna go. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing is to get get cars here, get people happy. Uh that way they'll wanna come back and be in full swing when the season opens next year. Yeah. And uh, I- I do want to ask you, I mean, how, how, how good for you? Because I know when we first messaged there a little bit, you were, uh, the night didn't go the way that you wanted it to go for you. But, um, after some messaging, you're like, let's just talk racing. Uh, just kind of walk me through that part. Yeah, that was, a that was a very, very disappointing night, man. Yeah. We, like that we, we done a private test two weeks ago. Car was, car was great on Montgomery tires that I went up there and won at Montgomery on the Mobile practice. Ran great right out of the gate, made some adjustments. Uh, went back last Friday, before the day before the race, done another another test with me and Alan Alexander and all, uh, some of the model guys. Mm-hmm. And car was car was fantastic again. Uh, battery, really don't don't exactly know what kind of times we were turning from the track, you know. Uh, up fourth in qualifying. I wasn't going to let qualifying bother me too bad because I knew we were going to have one hellacious pick for the race. Illinois uh, went out on the car, had to get pushed off on pit road, and uh, had to get pushed off on pit road. Car was hung in here. Had come in. Uh, ah, dang it, we lost him right there. Uh, I knew that something was happening because we were kind of fading right there. As uh, he was talking right till he gets to the uh, really good part right there. But uh, let's dive him back in. Jonathan Langham back live with us on Dirty Air. That's why I love doing this live. As you were saying, hung in gear, my friend. <laughs> Sorry about that. I had a <laughs> hiccup on my phone. I it's guess, all good. It's I all guess good. my phone was hung in gear about like my damn race car did the other night. <laughs> good, good thing you guys. You gave me an extra courtesy lap, so we're good now. That's right. That's what I do, dude. I, I, that's the way I do it. That's the way I do it. But uh, no, we were sitting there and we came. I knew the car was hung in gear when we went out. Uh, we were scheduled to start fourth. I passed the field, come in the pits, I gave up my fourth place starting spot. Uh, we finally got the car out of gear. Came back out and nobody was at stop and go to stop me or anything. They just wanted to wave their hands at me. So mm-hmm. I wasn't going to stop. Hell, lights out on the on the flag stand so the racer you know they're coming to a green flag 
didn't know where they was on the track, so had to go. By the time I got into one, I seen the green light on off for two, and the racer wanted to say, you know what, the hell with it, and let's try to bring out a But then again, <laughs> I, I knew if uh, I brought caution, I'd probably go to Jeopardy of getting penalized to laugh or either something hanging up in gear again costing me. So I said the hell with it, and we, we went with it, started of a lap behind, made it up seventh or eighth to finish the race. Uh, and I had multiple people come up and tell me that we was down a tenth, two tenths faster than the top three. Yeah. Right. And that just and it makes you feel good as, as working on your car, cleaning your car good and all, but it makes you go, son of a bitch. Man, <laughs> we, was, we, we was that good and we ain't yeah. got a damn thing to shoot. But it's all right, you know. It is what it is. It sucks. It sucks terribly. But without the guys that helped me and Motorsports and me and Nate Austin and Hercules Foundation Repair, uh, Johnny's RV with Trevor Bowie, Farms, Loper Tires, McCare Services, Barber Towing, all around Kentucky South, wouldn't I wouldn't be able to do what I love. So. Yeah. I'm yep. gonna make, I'm gonna make it up to all guys in uh in about eight days, seven days. I figured hell we three quarters of a lap back down to get a top ten. I figured problem to be able to try to track the full straightaway lead over bitch next Saturday night. Yeah, and talk about that race, lastly, JL. Uh, I mean, you you've got folks uh, they're they're pouring money into this thing. You talked about the outlaws. I think you guys, man, you, you're gonna be jamming. You, you're gonna be rocking and rolling with uh, what's coming. I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be a big show, man. Yeah, y'all got so much that's gonna be happening, and it's just a regular Saturday night, Saturday night of racing there in Irvington. Exactly, it's just a regular show. Uh, all your local classes will be. Regular laps, uh, the Outlaws will be running a 40 lap here with, uh, as of right now, 1,200 to win. Uh, possibly, possibility of first up either for, for towards some for the winning, but probably, hopefully, a good bit going through the field and paying out, you know. Mm-hmm. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, you to have sportsmen's back, going to have crown tell you dude that them sons of guns put on a show they'll be back next weekend uh, along with pure stock and throw trucks and all so yep i think yep. it's gonna be great uh i just i can't wait to see what next season holds you know I'm, i know i know eddie still eddie and gina still stay in contact a good bit throughout the week and yep. they uh, eddie's been leaning on gina and gina's been giving giving eddie advice and they He's supporting them 100%, and that's and hopefully next year over the offseason, you know, we'll be able to see some familiar Texas faces back at Mobile jumping out, whether it's, it's waving a damn green flag or a new, another uh, familiar voice in the <laughs> in the shop with uh, Bill Roth. And, yeah. Hell, maybe we could get Bill Roth, you, and uh, old Chris Carter and get you all in that phone. 
How about that? Right. How about that? Yes, sir. I would love that, my man. Dude, I'm glad you guys got to race. Uh, so excited for you guys. I know the future is going to be great, and uh, we'll do it again soon, man. Thanks, uh, thanks for jumping on, and uh, man, uh, and thanks for being a friend. You know, like I said, some of the uh, best things that have happened to me in the last two and a half years is meeting all you folks, and, and I'm so glad to call you a friend. Man, we sure do appreciate, it. and we feel the same way about you, Tina, and Bo, and Scott. You know, the whole the whole Texas crew. We we've got a lot of love. Yeah, don't think we don't. Yes, sir. I know it. I, I know it well. All right, my man. Be well, and uh, we'll talk soon. Yes, sir. Thank you, buddy. You bet. There he goes. Jonathan Langham, and uh, I know we had a little bit of a uh, phone kind of whatever happening right there. Uh, but it, um, it, it, you know, I'm so ex- so excited for them, and, 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 and it really was. I mean, it was a lot of emotion right there, and I checked in with Gina kind of over the weekend because I did. I, I mean, it was like it had to suck for her that that, that, that was going on, but – it was, I mean, I was so excited. Fortunately, I, I was, you know, I, I did a double last weekend. I was actually uh, in Waco on Friday night and then over in Corpus Christi that uh, that Canales was talking about uh, over the weekend uh, as well. So I, I had races to call, but I was checking in there with them. And, and I know that there were some issues right there. Of course, you um, right here on Racing America, that's going to be the, uh, the, the broadcast provider if you're checking in on the Racing America part here on Dirty Air. That's uh, that's where you can see the mobile stuff. Cut them some slack, guys, because it's um, it's a hell of a lot harder than you think to be able to put uh, those races together and get them on the air. So uh, just uh, j- just kind of give them a break. They're going to get that figured out. It's uh, it's a lot it's a lot harder than you think. I mean, back in the old days, you had somebody with a uh, VHS camera. I mean, even doing stuff like this. I mean, there's high def cameras all up in this place. Uh, I had a friend that came over the other day. He's like, "What are you doing in here?" What what kind of operation are you running in here? I'm like, dude, we are running a full service production studio, and that's exactly what these streaming races have become um, when you do stuff like that. So uh, great conversation right there with my man, Jonathan Langham. And I will say, when he reached out to me Sunday, he's like, I got some dirty air for you. I'm like, mm, calm down. Then we'll talk about that. Good stuff right there. Jonathan Langham. All those great folks in Mobile. Coming up, get you your trophy dash, the stuff that I'm looking forward to this week. I'm going to give you my final thought and set you on your way to your race weekend. Clean air is good. Times like this. Dirty air just a tad bit better. Stick around, friends. We're doing it on a Thursday. Vance here, and I'm at my favorite place again. Sorry, did you say your name is Ed Vance? That's me. Like Advance? Crazy, right? And it just so happens he knows everything in advance. Oh, you know the future? Did you know I needed 10W30? No, 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 no. I just know everything here in Advance Auto Parts, like where the 10W30 is. So you don't know what I'll do next? Actually, I do. 
you will be going to the oil aisle. He's good. He's advanced. I spent a lot of time here. He's here a lot. This is how we advance. Big thanks right there. Advanced Auto Parts, still a great uh, partner here on Dirty Air as we dive in on your Thursday, doing it live. You can always catch um, everything on the podcast at uh, all the various uh, providers there. I won't uh, go in and uh, do all of that. A big thanks, Kenneth uh, Canales. Not Canales. Canales being a part of the program and Jonathan Langham after the uh, reboot right there of Mobile International Speedway. And that's kind of how I like to... Uh, to call that kind of the, 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 the reboot. We'll call it the reboot. I, I saw a lot of the re-grand opening. No, for one thing, there there is not a re-grand opening. When you grand open, you open once. It's like uh, I, I saw that uh, some other folks do stuff, and, and this is stuff that drives me crazy. Uh, the, the first annual inaugural whatever. No, that's the inaugural. <laughs> but um, I- anyway, that's uh, just other stuff that um, that drives me crazy. Uh, let's dive in here and let's talk about uh, what's coming up over the weekend. Let's go to uh, let's go to the trophy dash and uh, get you um, thinking about what's happening this weekend. Obviously, top of mind if you're on the uh, Racing America feed or or catching this on on a racing america uh, podcast uh, the pepper jack kennels uh, twin 100s happening there for the um late models what a stacked field you got 26 cars they're gonna be going toe-to-toe right there ten thousand dollars to win friday and saturday night there at five flank speedway and um man i can't help but tell you one of the things that makes me most interested in this thing it's going to be one thing to win on Friday or Saturday, but the fact of, of that program right there that you have for the best finishing, uh, the, the best average finish in those two Pepper Jack Kennel Twin 100s, I mean, it's tires, it's fuel. I, I mean, it's all this different stuff. I mean, are you kidding me? Uh, I mean, that that right there, and you take a look at, at the lineup that you're going to have uh, coming up, and I got it right here. I did my homework for this. I mean, it, let's take a look right here. I mean, you got Will, William Sawalich, and I, I'm just hitting high notes here. Um, Hunter Robbins, Gio Ruggiero. Uh, I mean, William Byron, it, he'll he'll run this over the weekend and then head over to um, Pocono. Cocono, as my kids used to say. Bubba Pollard, Timothy Watson. I, I should just go through this lineup. And I'm going to do that because that's, um, that's what I'm going to do. Tony Elrod. Sawalich, John Bolin, Jackson Boone, Franklin, Tennessee, Justin Kreider out of North Carolina. I'm saving, I'm skipping number nine because that's something I want to talk about in a minute. Jordan Riddick out of Indiana. Hunter Robbins, Ryan Abair out of Georgia. Gio Ruggiero talked about him. Billy Van Meter out of uh, Indiana. Byron, Bubba, C, uh, Bubba P out of uh, Sonoya. They've got 47 late models on the track in Sonoya tonight. Short track racing's doing really good. Um, Timothy Watson, Hunter Wright, Stuart Dutton, my man, the local hero automobile, Dustin Smith, Michael Goddard out of Fort Myers, Jeremy Doss, California, left side, showing up, Jet Nolan, 
and these are all the guys that are in the uh, top six of the points right there. I think all the all the top six is showing up. Stephen Nasi, Jake Finch, Derek Thorne, Bakersfield, California. He'll be back. Um, Connor Sutton, Matt Craig, point leader, Michael Hine. Two nights of action right there um, for those late models. And that's all happening this weekend at Five Flags Speedway. Double header on Friday and Saturday night. Of course, you can catch that on Racing America. Be sure and uh, and grab that. Also on the Trophy Dash tonight uh, or this evening, uh, ACT, the American-Canadian Tour. They'll be on the track at uh, Quebec. And like the Sunday staple for me, it's like Sunday you have cup racing, but at the same time you've got uh, Sunday at Slinger. <laughs> and to me it's like, all right, I'm going to check in on the, uh, on the cup race, and then I'm going to go check out what Slinger's doing. Because that, uh, to me right there, you know, with the Slinger Nationals that we saw uh, a couple of weeks ago, Really good stuff. Kind of looking forward to uh, something that I'm looking forward to, obviously, uh, next week. And you will have uh, Cars Tour Weekly next week. That'll be right before me. I'm at uh, 7 o'clock Eastern. Coming up at uh, 6.30 Eastern, you'll have uh, Jess Ballard with Cars Tour Weekly. as uh, That'll be previewing uh, Cars Tour 276. I mean, is that not the uh, coolest race that you're going to find in the country? And that's coming up next weekend, and uh, you'll catch a preview right here. Um, finally, the last race that I'm looking forward to uh, this uh, this weekend in my trophy dash, the uh, USRA American uh, Racer Modified Series. They're going to be in Oklahoma. And uh, take a look at this. Take a look at this. This is called the uh, Joe Duvall's, and I have to read this because this is so much to put into one sentence. Joe Duvall's Funkadelic Dirt Track and Honky Tonk Extravaganza. Guys, Salina, Oklahoma. And that's um, <laughs> that. If you, Salina, Super, uh, no, Salina, High Bank, Super Speedway. Go watch the previews of this. That, um, holy moly, are you kidding me? Prior Oklahoma. That's going to be the place for that, and that's, um, my goodness, that's um, that's a lot, and that's going to be a, a really good time. All right, diving in here, uh, uh, my thought, my thought, and again, I mentioned this earlier, you know, j- just talking about uh, uh, the, the, this whole show is is my thought. It, um, it It's kind of the things that, that I like to, to, to talk about and do, uh, you know, uh, just give conversation to you guys, uh, whether it be on podcast or, or doing things live. But talking about that race coming up, uh, the the two races in Pensacola this weekend, I'm sure you guys checked out um, the bullring on um, Racing America yesterday. But um, let me tell you, the story of this sport has always been where it's, you know, being able to – get out on the racetrack, being able to just uh, live the dream and, and doing things that, that y- you know, make racing great. Um, we have a good time each and every time that whether we're, you know, whatever whatever your role is, whether you're a driver, a crew, ch- a crew chief, a crew person, whatever it is, we go out and we just have a good time. Um, my man Travis Braden is getting back on the racetrack um, this weekend, driving for Jet Motorsports. And, you know, 2019, you know, Snowball Derby winner. And obviously here uh, on the ra- on the uh, Racing America side, you have Jess Ballard, 
that is an integral part of everything that, that happens there, but just everything that they have been through. And when we talk about just kind of life in general, and we talk about uh, racing, uh, you make a lot of sacrifices. And I want to tell you, Travis Braden is a guy that, that made sacrifices uh, for the right reasons. And he has fallen into a really good place. I mean, he's, you know, a part of Hendrick Motorsports with everything that he's doing there with the, uh, with the Ally 48 team there with Alex Bowman and just everything right there. But the, the, the battles and everything that, that he has been able to overcome and um, still getting the chance to, to get out there and do this with, with his partner. With his partner. I mean, we saw this, uh, you know, kind of the, the one thing to me that, that has always been cool or and, and was cool at the time was with Martin Truex and Sherry Pollux. And, and, and I know that that did not work out the way that it was supposed to. <clears throat> but it's guys like Travis Brayton that really have this all in mind. And you look at the real picture and you look at uh, what's important and and – it's exactly what Travis Braden has done. And he's been in great places, and now he's in, in even better places. And to get behind the wheel, to be able to get behind the wheel of the Jet Motorsports number 9 this weekend there at Pensacola. And for them, it, it, it's one of those things to me where it's it, – it's um, I know this Barbie movie's coming out and all this stuff this weekend with – uh, you know, great uh, stories and all that. But how, how about the story here from my man, Travis, and, and Jess, that they get to go full circle and they get to go back to the place that they met. And Travis, after making a lot of, a, a lot of decisions that, you know, doing the right thing, doing what he had to do, he gets to back, get, get back out on the racetrack and do what he does well. I mean, to me, that... Um, really signifies um, why we do this stuff because it uh, from time to time it gets it gets so emotional um, you know talking right there about Jonathan Langham he messaged me Sunday he was pissed about the way things worked out there and you go and you, and you talk and you walk off the ledge a little bit right there and you realize the true important thing and just hearing him right there throughout his horrible phone, <laughs> he realizes that the important thing is that Mobile International Speedway needs to be in a good place. And that's, uh, to me, my final thought of the week right here on Dirty Air is that Travis Brayton gets back out on the racetrack and there's not going to be any rust especially in that number nine car. Love that. So excited for that. Big thanks. Kenneth Canales, way to go. Jonathan Langham, young and the restless. I'd play that song, but they'd shut this show down. We'll do it again next Thursday. Coming up right here, it's Dirty Air. This has been episode number 52, 7 p.m. Eastern, 7 o'clock Central. My name is Rodney Rodriguez. Thank you all for being a part of this. Clean air is good. Times like this, dirty air, just a tad bit better. Short track racing. Get your ass out and find a short track this weekend. I don't care where you are. And if you can't find one, find a streamer, whether it's Racing America or somewhere else. Support this sport. It's what we do. Be well, friends.